0: Dangling after dark with Dick Dangle, episode four ninety one, features guest host Dahlia D, superior clothing, a difficult topic, and an interview with the beautiful Soren.
1: Warning: This show is only for adults who like sex. sex. Does your dick hang low? Does it dangle?
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 491 of Dangling After Dark with Dick Dangle. Welcome to the Pervert Nation. I am your host, Dick Dangle, and joining me for this episode is the beautiful goddess from the Great White north she is an incredible content creator she's an incredible cam model and she is everything that dreams are made of she is your poutine princess she is not your mistress of moisture because she is the anti squirta from alberta it is the stunning Dahlia d how are you doing
1: I am still dying at that. Every single time, it still gets me. Please don't ever stop saying that, ever. Okay. I mean... Can you... How how do you introduce... I actually... Okay, I'm I'm guilty right now. I have not listened to, like, episodes with other people in them, because, like, I'm a narcissistic piece of shit. So, (laughs) how do you introduce, like, Madeline? I gotta know.
0: I think you need to listen to 490 to find out. Just
1: Oh, was she in the last episode? Okay, that yeah. makes my life a lot easier.
0: Yeah, so when 490, as we record this, it hasn't gone live yet, but when 490 goes live, you will hear it. And trust me, we are very close to an auspicious episode number. When we get there, the titles that I give everybody on the show are most definitely going to grow. At least for that episode. Can we
1: also... Can we also, like, do one for each other? Like, I want to introduce her, I feel, at this point.
0: Oh, yeah, we could do that.
1: The Mushroom Mama.
0: You're close. <laughs> All right, so so now, so now I actually have to tell you. So.
1: <laughs> she, uh, yes!
0: <laughs> okay, fine. She is the fungi femme fatale, the, the Mushroom Maiden, the Caterpillar Concubine, the Buxom Butterfly Bombshell, the Pantyhose and Plant Princess, and the Potato Pimp.
1: why the fuck did i not get into gardening those are so much better than mine
0: (laughs) (laughs) well Uh, you, you have been blessed to be from a country where i can just pull city and town names out of it and meld them with sexual innuendo and it all comes together it's
1: true I'm actually shocked that you haven't done Regina yet.
0: I'm not saying. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, it's coming. <laughs>
0: uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> See, this is what happens when you allow your mind to race and you get ahead. of I want to be game. like the
1: mama of Moose.
0: <laughs> the, the, the moose mama, <laughs> the,
1: the beaver babe.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're you're
1: no slut. Oh my goodness! <laughs> oh, it's a little too far. It's too far. I'm okay. actually not a slut. I sit at home in my PJs like seven days a week. But anyways, well,
0: you're a slut. You're just a slut in your own way.
1: Yeah yeah Yeah, like i'm I'm like a slut for ice cream
0: oh there you go that's good to know
1: you know that's actually really true like i would do some pretty fucked up shit for ice cream
0: you need to visit dick dangle because within (coughs) my little area of western pennsylvania there is an ice cream shop that is fairly well known and it is some of the best ice cream you will have. I take people there, and everyone says this is incredible.
1: Oh no! I'm gonna have to blow you.
0: <laughs> you don't say. <laughs> oh no!
1: <laughs> like ah oh, darn! I'm gonna have to blow you for ice cream.
0: Ah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I could think of worse.
1: Dagnabbit!
0: Dagnabbit indeed. <laughs> So, so
1: what does Dick have in store for me today?
0: Well, I'm glad you asked. What I have in store... not thought uh, you might be. <laughs> not, not only for you, but for the listeners. We have a little bit of talk, quite possibly an article depending on what we get into here in the show. But I have an interview with the beautiful Sorin. And I will talk about that at the end of the first half. And you will hear the Wait, they're just in the second half.
1: That's it? Their name is Sorin?
0: Sorin. Yes.
1: Oh, I love the performers that go by one name. It's so, like, confident.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Like, you have balls <laughs> if you have just one name. And you expect everyone to know you by that name. Like Madonna. Prince. What's even her last name? Yeah. Like imagine it was like Prince Jones, it wouldn't be the same.
0: Uh, you're not wrong.
1: Right? Soren. I like that.
0: Spicy. <laughs> so <laughs> I do want to get into a, a quick story here. Um very recently I was at a club. Go figure. You? <laughs> no. It's been known to happen. And really? Knock you over with a feather, I swear.
1: Well no, I'm pretty fat, but
0: Oh you stop right now.
1: <laughs> There's no feathers knocking me over. <laughs> Anyways.
0: <laughs> and when I go to clubs, I it kind of depends on the weather on how I dress. So if the weather is super hot, I'll wear nice shorts, I'll wear a polo style shirt. If the weather is cooler, I'll wear jeans and uh, a blazer, but typically a t-shirt underneath. It's rare that I wear a dress shirt under the blazer. So, it was And you look-
1: never just go like raw dog like no t-shirt, just blazer?
0: I don't even know what to say to that. Uh <laughs> besides no. <laughs>
1: Couple gold chains. <laughs> Just your jeans, maybe a pair of cowboy boots just to tie it all together.
0: I pulled a similar look when I was in New Jersey and I really liked the look and not enough people saw it. So, you know, maybe I'll, That's I'll pull I'm it saying. back out. it out. Yeah.
1: It's the time. I, I was basically just like describing my fantasies just like out loud, but okay. if you can pull that off, I mean, please.
0: It's all in the facial attitude. Because that's it. Yeah, I mean, if you if you just have like a hurt, hurt smile on your face, then you're not going to pull it off. If you have that, I'm owning this look, then you're good.
1: Yeah, you have to have the swag.
0: One hundred percent. It's important. So when I go to the club, I typically don't wear the blazer until I get into the club. You know, I'm running around, so I'm warm. You know, I may have to stop on the way to the club to. You know, get gas, buy something, whatever the situation may be. And for this day, I needed some caffeine. I needed to go and have a little shot of the bowl of red. I don't say the little go-go juice, The little go-go juice. I don't say they're because they're not a sponsor. I don't say their name correctly.
1: Yeah, fuck
0: that. Yeah, and actually the store Aldi's brand, Red Summit, that one I will tout is better and cheaper.
1: ah, there you go.
0: uh, Go and get myself an energy drink. And as I'm walking in, I have jeans. I actually have dress shoes on for this occasion.
1: Damn,
0: dude. I know. I'm telling you. I I can uh, clean up pretty well. I have... The brand evolved fights on a, as my T-shirt, and for those who may not know them, uh, I interviewed their—I will call her owner CEO—Ariel X, and so an, cool, an amazing woman. And what they do, it's mixed wrestling. So they do have a brand where it's two women that wrestle, but Evolved Fights is men—a man and a woman wrestling—and depending on the outcome. One pleases the other, and it's really, really cool.
1: I recently saw the episode that Sophia Locke just did, and, like, (laughs) I'm into it.
0: I love Sophia Locke. She's awesome.
1: Oh, my God. Just beautiful from head to toe. Absolutely. Agreed. I want to be her when I grow up. Okay.
0: I will let her know that the next time I see her. Please. And I go into this convenience store and I have this shirt on and I love wearing shirts like that that aren't obvious sex shirts or porn adult industry shirts. Like I have one from uh, Mile High Media and it says Mile High Club member, you know, stuff like that. I like that subtle kind of understated dirty.
1: Yeah. Like if you know, you know.
0: Yeah. and, And that's exactly it. So right. I go up to the counter and I've seen the gentleman there uh, who is checking me out uh, many times. And he's like, hey, how you doing? Good. And he, he's ringing me up and he saw and he kind of looks up at my shirt and he sees the logo and he's like, what is that? And, <laughs> and I said, it's Evolve Fights. It's it's mixed wrestling. And he's like, is that like pay-per-view? And I said, well, kind of.
1: <laughs> like, in the manner of speaking, in the manner of speak,
0: <laughs> and you know, because I don't want to come out and say it. And he's like, "That sounds really interesting."
1: <laughs> Not man, it's a porn company. Do you want to watch it with me? Yeah, right. Just lean over the counter, yeah. pull it up on your phone.
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and I said, "Oh, it's extremely interesting." And he kind of gets this look on his face, like I, I'm trying to just hope he gets it. You know, right. there's other people in this store. And, oh god. And he's like, do, "Do you know their website?" I'm like, "All you have to do is keyword it. It's it's not that big a deal." And he like he won't let it go and I said, "Can I be honest with you?" And he's like, "Yeah." I said, "It's porn." And he goes, "Oh. Oh. Oh." <laughs> evolved fights. Good to know. I'm like, he's looking that up later. He oh,
1: 100 percent!
0: Yeah, <laughs> so it'll be an interesting revisit to that convenience store when uh, when I see him. But I get hey,
1: man, how'd you like the porn? <laughs> yeah,
0: how'd you like how'd you like did the, you the Fight Club? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which one was your favorite?
0: Yeah, <laughs> they, uh, we we could start talking about it like it's UFC. Yeah, it oh like, my god! Oh, did you see that fight between Lock and you know? <laughs> nathan bronson or whoever you know like oh yeah that was awesome
1: hey man you want to go get wings and talk about the (laughs) fight yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, do it like a pay-per-view where we all meet and watch it that'd be awesome
1: oh god
0: i don't know i kind of be down for that even though it'd be a bunch of dudes watching that but i think i'd still be down for it
1: i feel like that used to be like way more of a thing than it is now like a group of dudes just like watching a porn and like jerking off to it together
0: Uh, sure. I I don't think I've never, I don't say I have to think, uh, I've never been in a jerk party watching porn with other men.
1: No, I feel like when you had to, like, rent it, it was probably, like, more common. But I've definitely heard of, like, stories of people, like, doing this in, like, the 90s.
0: (laughs) You make it sound like it was, like, the 1840s.
1: (laughs) It was, hey, whoa, okay, I was born in the 90s, so, like... (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> it wasn't that long ago okay? okay people were weird and it wasn't that long ago uh... god
0: <laughs> but the best but the best making me feel old. no oh, stop but the best reaction was as i get to the club i have the blazer on i take uh because i am uh, doing a recording i have my gear and I carry it into the club. And once I'm kind of in the club and I'm in the room that they allow me to record in, I'll take it back off so I'm not warm. And as as I take it off, I go to see one of the people that works there who we're such good friends. And it's really nice to just be able to talk with them for a couple minutes. As I'm there, a patron walks by us. I you know make eye contact with him because he's passing in close proximity. And he looks at the shirt and he's like, Evolve fights, fuck yeah, and high fives me.
1: <laughs> I'm like, this shirt. There are two kinds of people in this world. <laughs> right. I'm
0: like, this shirt has gotten me more love and attention than my own shirts.
1: <laughs> Aww. I love that, though. That's awesome.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. So, companies, I think if you're listening to this, this is the route. Have a symbol, keep it low key allow people to ask questions about it. It doesn't have to be overly sexually graphic. You can do that, but it's going to limit the amount of people who are going to wear it in everyday life. So that is true. I I I
1: feel like it does. It has to be very like, like on the down low. Yes. Like you have to be able to get the nod.
0: Yeah. Agreed. I like it. So I will definitely be talking more about this club visit in the next interview. Uh, because i had so much fun it, it was a really really good time but um, i figured if i'm gonna have dahlia d on uh oh we're gonna have to go through a couple of articles and the first one <laughs> might make... am
1: i like the article person am i like do you just like harass me with these articles because i'm like i get funny about it is that is that why
0: Well, I try my best to curate articles for the different co-hosts that I have.
1: (laughs) Like, I'm so curious to know what stuff you read and you're like, oh, D would like this shit. (laughs) Well,
0: this is the one. That I definitely want to bring for you, and it's going to make some listeners uncomfortable, possibly.
1: Oh, yeah, you do know me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, dear listeners, if you hold certain beliefs strongly, uh, just be aware that uh, this article, it's tongue-in-cheek in a way, but I found it so wonderful. That I had to bring it. And the reason I'm bringing it is because over the past couple of years, a lot of states are doing their best to do, as we have talked about in previous episodes, some kind of age verification or something, some kind of adult site blockers, things like that to try and limit how people can consume adult content.
1: Which, actually, I have to say, over the last couple of weeks, I've really noticed, like, there's not a lot of outrage about this. Like, don't you guys like jerking off?
0: We do, but rich people like to control poor people <laughs> and that's a great way to do it is uh, limit what they can see online. And that way you can just feed people into narratives and it doesn't matter what that's your so narrative. Wild. Oh, it's horrible. And what, it doesn't matter what your narrative is and what you believe, but it's just easier to bring people to your side. And there's actually <laughs> been a number of States that started to fight back on some of these laws that have been passed or things that they're trying to pass
1: this i one, hope so like it's yeah. crazy to me that there hasn't been way more like outrage like i don't know i guess people are still getting their porn somehow
0: yeah i don't know a lot of people are using uh vpns and oh fair enough you know proxy servers things like that but the big thing is you don't hear about this in the mainstream. I hear about it and people within the adult industry hear about it because we follow the news sites that report on it.
1: Unless Right, but like if you live in like say, what is it, Louisiana is one of the states I think that yeah. that blocked everything. Yeah. If you live there and you try to access porn and it's like you can't view this porn, like I would riot. I don't know about you, but like I would go set shit on fire. <laughs> Like, how are people not, like, upset about this? Like, we're not hearing any outrage about people not being able to watch porn. Like, is it really, like, people care this little about their entertainment?
0: No, they find, like, the people that enjoy it will find their ways around it. And also, within these states, I'm going to start opening up DVD stores again.
1: Oh, my God, yes.
0: I'm not dumb. You know, <laughs> but, but like I said, you know, when you have... Mainstream news outlets, you know, especially uh with certain newspapers that are saying porn is bad, they're trying to indoctrinate indoctrinate and abuse your children, it's like, whoa, 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 you're barking up the wrong tree here. That's not what it is. You know, it's just like, like like you could you're really trying to funnel a narrative here and you're wrong and it's adorable, but you're wrong.
1: The only way that porn is ever dangerous to children is when their parents are shitty. What do you mean? Like, the only kids that are negatively affected by porn are the ones whose parents aren't watching them
0: properly. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's that's an argument for another day. You know, it, because...
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can't get too spicy on the Dick Dangle well, show. <laughs> no, it's not that.
0: But it's one of those things where they're more worried about... Like, when it comes to these groups that are trying to pass these age verification laws and shut down all these sites, it's more about child trafficking, child abuse, like them putting on clips of people that are under age 18. You know, it has less to do with the kids actually finding it because they're going to find it regardless if they're looking for it. But yeah, yeah, it's less about bad parenting as it is about bad government. Let's be honest. So.
1: Yeah. There's that
0: too. (laughs) So with this article and this article comes from avn.com. It's when people are smart and people use their critical thinking skills that it really plays into a sweet, delicious, delicious, play that affects the people that are trying to do what they think is right okay so okay the title of the article okay that was the
1: title of the article
0: no (laughs) that would be very wordy imagine okay i'm so ready for this reddit users report bible websites under virginia age verification law
1: what report what
0: bible websites (laughs) Why? Okay. Out of Richmond, Virginia. (laughs) Reddit users from Virginia and elsewhere, out of protest and humor, are now reporting sites like Bible.com and Christianity.com to the office of Virginia Attorney General Jason Mayers for violating the state's age verification mandate that took effect on July 1st. Similar to other age verification measures proposed and implemented across the country, this measure requires a website to verify an individual's age to access content deemed inappropriate and pornographic to minors. It's no secret that the Holy Bible and other religious texts feature sexually explicit passages. I encourage everyone to file consumer complaints to the Virginia attorney general about websites that are failing in requiring age verification before accessing pornographic material as required by the new laws, explains a post (laughs) on a subreddit. In a Reddit post, a user links directly to several Christian websites that prominently feature passages from the Bible that are sexually explicit. The user refers to readings from Ezekiel 2320 from various translations of the Holy Text, ranging from New King James to the Evangelical New International Virgin. In Ezekiel twenty three twenty, the Holy Bible reads, "Quote:
1: Is this one about fucking donkeys?
0: You nailed it. There, yes,
1: I knew it.
0: Ezekiel's a freak. There, she lusted after her lovers, whose genitals were like those of donkeys and whose emission was like that of horses." End quote.
1: She like the big big,
0: <laughs> Atta
1: girl. That's right. <laughs> who is this in the Bible? They're my new favorite character. <laughs> Ezekiel.
0: Yes. Well, uh, yeah, we need find the woman. Yeah, that that is being quoted here. Uh,
1: I want to know who this chick is. She's the real star of this show.
0: Yes. This pornographic material can also be accessed. Unfettered reads the same Reddit post pointing to other sites with Bible translations posted prominently. Mm, That is such a sweet turn of events.
1: Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. It really, truly is beautiful.
0: But it's interesting because even back then there were size queens.
1: Oh, 100%. (laughs) a hundred percent okay i mean that's why they probably had to do like arranged marriages and like all that forced stuff and selling off your daughter because like half the time she probably looked at their dick and was like nah, i'm good thank you and her parents are like listen he's giving us seven goats and two cows you can suck it up and deal with that small dick mm, okay yeah betcha
0: interesting I never <laughs> thought about that <laughs> and, and then through genetics you are perpetuating tiny penises making it even worse
1: right oh wow so what we really need to do is stop breeding with people who have small dicks
0: <laughs> no don't say that don't say that. no, <laughs> I'm, just, no. I'm
1: kidding everybody <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're kidding dick dangles what you should have <laughs> said
1: I'm joking.
0: <laughs>
1: Maldicks are great. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice try. That was the worst job of selling. Did I save it? No, you most definitely did not. Uh, this. But this, this makes me happy because you have those people that are like, listen, we need to stop this. And then someone goes, yeah, but aren't you... Doing the same thing. And they're like, well, well, no, it's different. And it's not.
1: (laughs) I have to say, like, as a child that grew up extremely Catholic, like, some of my first and best masturbation sessions were to the Bible. Whoa,
0: I did not see that one coming. Wow.
1: Gotta say. Well, because, like, okay, I'm, like, young as shit. Somebody gives me a copy of the Bible that's illustrated Eve and Adam I mean, they're barely covered up. They've got little fig leaves in front of their junk. Right. I've got a great imagination. Mm, okay. You know? All right. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're going to talk about porn, I think the Bible's a great place to start.
0: <laughs> Never thought of it that way. Don't want to think of it that way. Yikes. <laughs>
1: Like, oh, yeah, you give in to that snake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that <that's> slithery snake. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, stop. I'm getting moist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: You're welcome. <laughs>
0: Is, is that your gift to me for this episode?
1: That is my gift to you. Do you know how hard it was to make that come out of my mouth? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, see, that's the nice thing. Like where I am more comfortable saying words that when I first started the show, I was not comfortable saying. You are the same in a, in what, a year and a half that you've been doing the show, roughly. You... What was
1: your boundary words? Now I have to know.
0: Well, they're ones that. I use more for emphasis than I would just plainly on this show. Like what? Uh, one of my favorite words is twat, which that, that wasn't <laughs> a word I would typically say. Uh, but the I, – I don't use it in, in normal speak, so it's not like I could just throw it out on this show as random words. But the male C word and the female C male
1: word. Male C word. What's the male c word? Cock.
0: Correct, and the female c word.
1: Oh, and cunt.
0: Correct.
1: You don't like those? Ah,
0: they're they're harsh, and uh, it's true. Yeah, they're they're very. <laughs> There's a lot of, a lot of k and t sounds in those words and just uh it's
1: true it's they perfect. just sound mean right yeah, off of the bat
0: exactly
1: so- like like a pussy is like a beautiful soft little angel baby that has like soft beautiful lips and is probably like smells good and like shaves and like whatever and then like a cunt is like a haggard ripped up old roast beef sandwich that's got like a cigarette hanging out of its mouth like
0: come on big boy <laughs>
1: that's that's I, how I visualize the difference.
0: I got some stories for you.
1: Yeah. So listeners, if you're ever like going to choose your words carefully, when you're talking about women's genitals, that's the best time to do
0: it. Mm,
1: okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. All right. I I, I I relate. Those words are pretty tough. I really save them for like the worst of the worst kinds of people. Like I've definitely used yes. those words to describe other humans.
0: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I. That's funny, then. I am more apt to use those words driving by myself. Yes. Like it takes a special human being to pull, especially the female C word, out of me in a setting with other people.
1: Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Or if I stub my toe.
0: Well, right. Of course.
1: Yeah. Then it's like. All bets are off. Right. We're doing the hard C's, the hard K's. It's the hard T's. Yes, all the the most harsh of all of the the letters.
0: Yes, <laughs> I, I can agree. They're coming out. yeah. The, the,
1: you know what's funny, actually, because of the show, I'm also. You told me like two episodes ago that I don't swear as much as you expected, and I'm trying really hard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, you're trying. Do you notice? Are you trying harder to swear or to not uh-huh. swear? I'm
1: like, oh, I can throw a shit in here.
0: <laughs> as long as you put some stank on it like you just did.
1: Yeah. Shit. Shit.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. So, <laughs> dear readers of the Bible, I apologize for everything that Dahlia said. But... Uh,
1: no, you don't. <laughs> They've masturbated to it, too. Wow. Wow. Have what? They, have they? Listen, Jesus was like almost naked when he was up there. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying people are sponging him. He's wet. Bro. Whew. Okay. Change of topic. This is getting, I'm going to ruin what I'm sitting on.
0: <laughs> yeah, we're totally <laughs> changing this topic. Trust Ooh, me. Sexy Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: So i love that listeners. that's the article that made you think about me though yes you're like this blasphemous bitch is gonna love this
0: right <laughs> and she did
1: and i did hey. <laughs> perfect uh, I what lost, else you got for me dick
0: i I've, i lost so many listeners <laughs> 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 uh, they're all doing the rosary right now. yeah i am uncomfortable <laughs> on my own show Uh,
1: Our father who art in heaven, forgive me for masturbating to your book.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's got donkeys and horses. (laughs) It's your own fault. I
1: mean when you're yeah. But you shouldn't have made it so spicy. Amen.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the apology that's not an apology. I like it. (laughs) Oh, funny. So, (sighs) dear listeners, I had the opportunity to interview the lovely Sorin. And she is a performer, content creator, who we followed each other for quite a while on social media. And I was talking about on Twitter that... You know, I was interviewing somebody and it was a really good time and she actually reached out to me like, I'm up for a good time. I'd be I'd be down for an interview. Yeah, like
1: And then you interviewed her? Dick, she was trying to fuck.
0: Oh, wait, what? <laughs> did I screw it up again?
1: Damn it, you keep missing the signs.
0: <sighs> of course I do. It's a, it's it's sad. Well it's
1: sad. But how did the interview go? Was that good at least? <laughs>
0: So we were able to make this interview happen, of course, because I talked about it, and it was so much fun. A very lovely woman who has very big aspirations for what she (laughs) wants to do in this industry because she has been able to really find her voice in the industry. She has tried several different branches of the adult tree, and she has really found one that works for her. And Beautiful. she is working to make great things happen in that branch. And I'm hoping that she does. She is just, she's so nice.
1: Well, I have to say when you said that she had big ass, I did not see oh, okay. it going to aspirations. Oh, okay.
0: Is that what so. I need to do is say these words in a way where it sounds like I'm going to say something dirty and I don't.
1: Yeah. You were like, she has big ass inspiration i was like yes big ass oh
0: (laughs) she is astounding
1: i guess her dreams are cool too though
0: yeah well yes yes
1: (laughs) no that's great (laughs) it's hard to find like genuine not hard to find how do i put this a lot of people are not like genuinely kind in this industry so when you come across that it's like it's cool and like not even just genuinely kind but genuinely like invested in what they're doing. Yeah. I can and I can, we kind of talked about this a little bit where it's like people don't really take it that seriously. So, like, hearing that there's somebody out there that's, like, really tried everything and is really, like, a hustler.
0: Right. That's cool. Yeah, for sure. She is fun, funny. She is beautiful. She does great content. And I'm really excited to see what the future holds for her now that she really has honed in on what she wants to do. It's good to be. I good.
1: love that. I wish her absolutely the best. I hope she gets all of the success that she's looking for. And like, she's got to have huge balls. Cause you know, just going by one name, that's, that's pretty hardcore. So yeah. good for
0: her. Absolutely. So dear listeners, I hope you enjoy my interview with her and I hope you enjoyed Dahlia D making me as uncomfortable as possible on my own show. What else
1: am I here for?
0: Yeah. (laughs) I've got
1: a tally on my wall and notches on my headboard. Okay. And it's not for people i fucked. It's for the number of times i made you
0: uncomfortable specifically. It probably doesn't even look like a headboard. It probably (laughs) looks like a a tree stump (laughs) on the ground.
1: Oh yeah. It looks like, like what is it? Paul Bundy was in here. Just
0: going Uh, to town. That would be Paul Bunyan.
1: Paul Bunyan. Yeah, that's Uh, it. (laughs) I'm mixing up my uh, iconic men.
0: Yeah. Did you mean Al Bundy from Married with Children?
1: That, or, I guess, yeah. Or
0: did isn't there a serial killer Bundy? There might be. Oh, no. I don't and know maybe
1: he is. used an axe. I don't know. <laughs> Either way, my headboard looks like it was attacked by someone with that last name. Sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, it's Bunyan, damn it.
1: Paul Bunyan! Yay.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness, I have to give up my Canadian card. Yeah, pretty soon. So, and I don't know with what you just talked about, they're not letting you move in here. I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs) And. (laughs) So, dear listeners, I hope you enjoy my interview with Sorin, and thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please take care of yourselves and the people around you. Pay for your porn and support amazing content creators like Sorin and Dahlia D. And all of the incredible performers that you have heard on this show. Find something that feeds your soul and do it as often as you possibly can. Do your best in confession to get this off your chest in a way that they don't throw you out of the church. And of course,
1: dangle uh, on. (laughs)
0: All right, James (laughs) Hetfield.
1: He wishes he was that good at it. (laughs) Mm. Don't worry, Dick will be coming back. covered and ready to go again. Welcome back to the Pervert Nation. Here he is, Dick
0: Dangle. My guest has spent her short time in sex work in the adult industry, finding her voice and learning to thrive. She has been a solo content creator and a Cortesian, and now she is taking her skills learned to pivot into a full-fledged adult performer. And I have no doubt that with her work ethic her beauty, and her radiant personality, that she will find herself an in-demand talent in no time. Please welcome to the show, the lovely Sorin. How are you doing tonight?
2: Hi, hi, hi. That was a really great intro. I'm excited.
0: (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Yes. So before we get started, can you please tell everybody where they can find you, not only on social media, but online?
2: Um, You will mostly find me on Twitter. I'm kind of old school, like the IG thing. Not really my thing, so I'm mostly on Twitter. I do have a couple of tube sites and then OF as well, but mostly on Twitter, laughing at things and just reading everything. It's just... It's most the most entertaining place to be.
0: Okay. <laughs> I agree, and I like the fact that you are old school because I'm the same way. I'm not huge into Instagram, but I love posting on Twitter, and we will get to your Twitter in a little bit, so be aware.
1: Okay, sounds good.
0: So thank you for being on the show, and we've known each other for a little while through social media and I am excited to talk to you because you are in the midst of a bit of a transition with your creative endeavors, but let's go back to the beginning. What drew you to adult work and adult creativity?
2: Um, I think the independence of it really, because around that time um, was when the pandemic was really, really bad and I was like, there has to be a safer way to um, still be, you know, someone in the adult industry, but still be creative and have my own way of making my money, even if you know we're in a pandemic. So that's when I really did pivot from, you know, what I was doing before to performing and content creating. Mm-hmm
0: with such a large population of creators and performers, how do you build a following or at the very least have people find you? Because you have done a very good job in cultivating a community of followers and people that enjoy your work.
2: Um, I think you really just have to be a hundred percent yourself. You know, these are the, whatever performer you are, that's a persona of, yourself and so when you go out onto these platforms you just have to be um 100% yourself and not convinced maybe but find people that really enjoy that and you know be yourself for them really mm-hmm. so i think you need to have that confidence and that wanting that independence to do this type of work
0: was it difficult in the beginning to be yourself because a lot of people have that idea of what an adult performer is in their head and it is it can be different from who you are in quote-unquote real life was it difficult to just be yourself and not try to live up to an expectation
2: um I think I've done a really good job showing everyone that like I'm I'm pretty much myself whether you see me on the screen or whether you meet me in person I'm just that because I I'm not really good at acting you know that's very ironic of me to say that cuz you know I'm um, I'm up there I'm um, you're watching me but I'm not really an actor so I just have to be me and convince you that I'm charming instead of annoying or something like that. Be like, "Yes, come listen to me, come watch my stuff." So mm-hmm. um you just, yeah.
0: I don't know how a single person can find you annoying. Come on now.
2: No, it happens. It's That's... I I I'm an Aries. I can fully <laughs> accept it. <laughs> but you got to be charming about it, basically.
0: Okay. You have, to, yeah. you have to turn on the charm through the Aries is what you're saying.
2: Yes. Yes. It's hard.
0: In trying different branches on the adult work tree, what lessons did you learn that you didn't expect? And what did you learn about yourself as a person through it?
2: Um, they're all so different. You would like people lump us um, all in the same like category, but each branch of it is really, really different. And it took a lot of um, skills. So like before I ever started one of them, I would spend like a month just researching it and being like, "Well, what is this one like?" Because you know, like performing is really different too. There's there are all these forms that it's like really professional, and you're learning how to edit and and things like that, how to set up cameras and how to use equipment. And uh, it's just, it's every one of them is so different, but it's been nice to do a little bit of each just mm-hmm. to see what it's like and find what, out what I'm good at and what I'm not really good at and I need to just give up, up <laughs> on immediately.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so what have you found out that you are not very good at and may need some work at? Because, you know, there are acts and positions and things that you kind of need to do depending on what you're trying to create to be popular in the industry. So, right. are, are there things that you're just like, "Ah, oh, that needs a little work?" or are there things that maybe you didn't think you'd like and now you actually enjoy?
2: So, I the things I know I'm really terrible at, I tried camming and I was not good at that at all cuz I there you know once i'm done doing or saying something i'm just quiet for a long time and i'm like oh i'm supposed to be um filling up this whole time so that was hard for me mm-hmm. um and then what was the other one um solos i just i i did it for a long time but i'm not good at it i'm like i really enjoy people and talking to people so i like need the interaction so that one was also mm-hmm. really hard for me
0: yeah It sounds like when it comes to who you are within the industry, it's about connection. It's about having that person there and kind of getting lost in it. Yes. Uh And you brought up a good point uh, a minute ago because I never really thought about how every skill, be it cam, content creator or performer, there are little subtle changes within that that you kind of have to think about on the fly. And that I never really thought about that.
2: Yeah, because a lot of what I use Twitter for is to, you know, initially follow the right people, see what they're doing and saying, and just um, figuring the ins and outs. And they're all really different. So it, it does take a lot. People think it's easy, but you have to do a lot of research, actually, if you want to be good at it. So
0: Yeah, for sure. Now, similarly to my last question, how have you evolved sexually during your time in sex work?
2: I was always pretty, like, open-minded and stuff. So I think this has just really helped me figure out what my boundaries are and how to, you know, because every time you perform with someone, you you know, you talk about your do's and your don'ts and stuff. And it's just really helped me figure out those boundaries. And then, you know, I try something because I'm like, why not? You know, if I, I try it once, I'll see if I like it or not so that's helped this too and like you said you figure out you like stuff when maybe you didn't like it before
0: mm-hmm.
2: um or you know for sure you you really don't like something you're right. like yeah I I don't need to do that again
0: right is there anything <laughs> that happened with where you're like oh let's give it a shot see if I like it and you're like nah that's all right
2: um not yet oh, okay. so we'll we'll have to see
0: okay that that's good you you are truly yeah. open minded i like that yes now, you'd like to become a boy-girl, at least content creator, if not performer. What are yeah. you hoping to create? Is it truly this connective idea of sex, or are you still trying to find out what your lane is going to be?
2: Um, I think I'm still trying to figure it out because I like the content creator side where you're pretty much doing your own thing, and then you just find people that enjoy your content. But the performing is really interesting to me, too. I'm like, I'd like to at least do one, like, mainstream shoot just to see what it's like mm-hmm. and if it's something that I could pursue as well. So I'm, I'm kind of trying to do that, the performer side, like with studios, too. mm
0: mm-hmm. As you really open up your creativity and your talent pool that you can choose from, do you have a project in your head that would be kind of your signature scene or movie? Like, do you have a vision that you're thinking in your head, man, I hope I have the opportunity to make this happen while I do this?
2: Um, I don't think so. You know, yet to have like a big ideal for myself, I kind of like just seeing what comes along and um, where it could go collectively. So I don't really see like a end goal or something like that. I'm just excited to see what different opportunities come my way and what part, projects I can be a part of just, you know, trying a little bit of everything.
0: You mentioned it a little bit earlier, and I'm glad you did because I wanted to ask about it. You mentioned that you have a bit of stage fright when it comes to like scripted and dialogue-heavy performances. Is this something that you hope to work on to expand your creativity and maybe what you're able to accomplish in the industry? Or do you feel like just being able to have that connection with a partner for a scene is truly what you're driving towards?
2: I think for myself, I'd, um, I'd like to like overcome that just to say that it's something I can do, but if I don't want to do it, obviously I'm I'm not going to do it. I might choose to do my own thing, but it'd be nice to be able to do that too. Just to get one of those mainstream ones, or maybe do my own type of project where there is like a script, but I need to work on that for sure.
0: Well, if there's any way that I can help. (laughs) <laughs> let me know because I love kind of the improvisational approach to dialogue. You know, I can learn mm-hmm. dialogue and, and things like that, but I always love the idea of just being able to help people draw out their personality to find that creative process. So I'm more than happy to help.
2: Oh, that'd be, that'd be great. Yeah. I could use a coach.
0: There you go. I, love it. <laughs> now, I was looking at your Pornhub page, you know, for a little research. Mm-hmm. And for research, of for course. 100%. <laughs> I looked at it for the articles. So, uh, And I noticed you've had the opportunity to work with some strong male talent. AJ Fresh, yeah. Will Pounder, Chris Cardio, and more. When it comes to the men that you'd like to work with, what do you look for? Is it more an emotional and personality type than a physical type? Mm,
2: it's pretty much whoever answers their You know, direct messages. Really, it's like, oh, they actually answered. Let's go ahead and work together. Um, Really, I know that sounds like a low bar, (laughs) like requirement, but yeah, it's pretty much that. Who who answers? Because I like I lurk on their pages Mm -hmm. um, to see what their style is like and to cheat. You know, because like once you meet them in person, then I know all their moves. Um, Oh, (laughs) okay. So I do check them out beforehand. But it's pretty much whoever, like, really wants to work with me. I'm good to work together. Not really a personality type or, like, a type that I want to work with.
0: I got you. Okay. Well, I'll I'll be checking my DMs later after the (laughs) – no, I'm kidding. So how do you find trusted talent and what can be a difficult task without having a big industry referral group?
2: Um, you know, that's that's been a really like big point of contention. And we've seen it like in social media too, where more and more female creators are coming out with like lists of guys to watch out for. And so really, it's like looking and researching and seeing what you hear. I mean, like, what do you hear about this performer? Is it generally good? Is it generally not good? And then looking out for those like little warning tweets that are like, you know, don't work with this person. So it's it's really a lot of research and, and watch. Well, like I watch their stuff to see how they interact, too, mm-hmm. on their pages. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, I actually had a performer reach out to me and say, are you familiar with this male talent? And they're a bit questionable. And it's funny because – when you see their social media just through an eye of, okay, it's just a performer. But then when someone says, ah, they kind of have some red flags and then you reread their tweets, you're like, ah, okay, now this makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So I, I get it. You definitely have to look at them and their social media with a critical eye. Yes, for sure.
2: And I mean, I, I want people to do that for me too. So like when I have people reach out to me, it really bothers me that they don't like they won't include their socials and stuff. They're like, Do you want to work together? I'm like, Well, can you maybe send me some stuff so I can see you're not crazy and <laughs> you know, if that if that pans out, then yeah, for sure. Yeah.
0: Why not? All right. In one of the Pornhub scenes, you are with Titan Dawn Prince. And yeah. you do part of the scene in a large bathtub. Yeah. Uh, Bathtub sex always (laughs) looks better than it feels. Are there places that you just don't like to have sex because it's so uncomfortable?
2: Well, that was really uncomfortable, but it was also fun. So, you know, that negated how uncomfortable it was. But um, I would say I don't really get the... Like swimming pool ones, I'm just mm. like, no, the really practical person in me says that's just a bad idea. Oh. Or like the, the beach ones, I'm like, oh. listen.
0: Horrible. <laughs> Absolutely <No>. horrible.
2: <laughs> but, those, but those two, but everything else maybe. You know, why not? But those two for sure, no. Okay. Bad ideas.
0: Yeah. One of my big ones is like stone kitchen counters. Yes. Oh, that, that's just, my, my knees hurt thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you recently said on Twitter, can y'all recommend some agents? I'd really like yes. to break into mainstream this year. And that leads to a, a good question that a lot of people may not think about because they're not in the industry. How do you, as an established creator, navigate the steps to get more exposure like having an agent because there's definitely a lot of money lost in swings and misses.
2: Yes. Uh Uh-huh. I think it just helps you look really legitimate and then you get projects you may have not gotten before because you're an independent creator. So, and you know, then just having access to studios that say, Hey, we need someone. Does anyone know anyone? So just having that little bit of backup, from something like an agent now would be really helpful, but maybe being independent for a little bit longer is still good too. Okay. But an agent would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, as I mentioned, I have looked over your Twitter, and I am not <laughs> sure if you are familiar with my interviews, but what I like to do is look okay. at people's social media and ask them questions about some of the posts that they have made. For sure. Are you ready some questions. Yes. All right. I'm, I am
2: ready. Right. Yes.
0: I have a few because I really want to show your personality in this interview. Okay. All right. <laughs> this one is fairly recent and actually plays to something you said a little bit earlier. You said, not okay. going to lie. I look at your Zodiac signs. Gents finally got me a Taurus.
2: Yes, I'm uh, collecting them. I want one from each.
0: <laughs> now, what makes you resonate with zodiac signs and astrology? Because I don't know how I feel about this, and it's because I've never heard a single person in my life say, "I need me a Pisces."
2: Well, they're because they're evil. No, oh, not the. Come not the, on, I'm sorry. No. <laughs> uh i mean you know they can be okay but oh, um God. generally they're a little nuts not the ladies though you guys are all cool
0: um you're saying but... crazy
2: i'm listen i don't know maybe it's just <laughs> me maybe it's just me i've i've just met um a few and i'm like okay well i don't really understand this but it's a thing okay
0: all right i'm fine <laughs>
2: Um, No, I think it's just fun. And I think sometimes it's cool to believe in things bigger than yourself. And I I don't know, I see a lot of the, um, when I read about stuff, zodiac stuff, I'm like, yeah, it's, uh, I could see that. Um, And I, you know, I like the tarot too. And I've had a lot of really cool uh, readings that have like come true. So it's all, I don't know, just kind of like a fun thing to believe in and to use to navigate a little better, maybe. So you know who you don't like and you avoid, and you can say funny things about, you know, Gemini's.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm going to do my best to break this Pisces streak that you have going
2: on. Oh, what have I done?
0: I'm telling you. I'm a a decent guy. I swear. I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy.
2: Oh, see that? But that's what they all say. You're not
0: wrong. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I swear I'm not crazy Uh, (laughs) now another tweet you put out you said this reminds me that I still want a guy in a suit to strip for me and what you did you took a screenshot of you listening to ZZ Top's sharp dress man yes what are you picturing as the striptease scene is it like you're in a club you're just at home is it an event what is going on
2: I kind of picture a, like a hotel probably with a lot of glass everywhere. And there's just like, well, this well-dressed man in a suit and he's stripping for me. That'd be so cool. And there's the moonlight in the background, some jazz playing. Okay. That's kind of what I picture.
0: I like it. Now, do you just (laughs) like that song or is that your musical genre? Like what music do you love?
2: I listen to everything except um, classical. I, there's something about it I can't really uh, sh- I, it just doesn't do it for me, but I listen to pretty much everything and a lot of times I'll take screenshots of what I'm listening to mm-hmm. and um, I don't know kind of just tweet about it, but in my own way. so that's what that was. Yeah. I was listening to that song and that's what it reminded me of. I'm like, I still some want someone to
0: do this for me. There, there you go, performers. She's calling you out.
2: I've had someone in a suit before, but they didn't do it. I should have asked.
0: Uh, Yeah, there you go. You missed the opportunity. (laughs) And I like how you use social media. I like how you use Twitter because, you know, you're using it to promote yourself, but you do show a lot of your personality. And I really appreciate that as someone following you.
2: I think you have to just so people get a a sense of who you are and then the people that like those same things follow you. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you can learn things uh, about it because they talk about the same kind of thing. So it's just fun to see. And um, I think a lot of people in the adult industry have very similar tastes and stuff and
0: it's just a
2: whole vibe. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Agreed. Now the next tweet I would like to ask you about, This one is definitely going to show your personality. You wrote, took a giant bite of what I thought was a sweet (laughs) banana pepper because the sign said it was a sweet banana pepper and it wasn't sweet, y'all. All right, that's awful. So even though this is a bit much when it comes to hot foods, are you okay with hot foods or do you not like it?
2: No, I love it, but, um, you know, I was just really surprised because I didn't, ex- you know, it was definitely a sneak attack. Um, so <laughs> if I had a little bit of a heads up, I probably would have been okay with it.
0: Okay. Uh, do you Did you figure out what style of pepper it was?
2: It was just that one.
0: <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well, was it like a habanero or...
2: I don't know. Yeah, it was okay. it looked exactly like a banana pepper except it wasn't. So I don't know what that deceitful pepper is, but that's what
0: <laughs> Deceitful Pepper. That sounds like a name of a band. That's perfect.
2: It would be perfect. There you go. Free free for anyone to use.
0: There you go. <laughs> now, are you a good cook?
2: I'm good at it, but I don't like doing it. Mm.
0: I feel you. On yeah.
2: That it's just a lot of work. I'm like, listen, I can eat the sandwich yeah. on a sandwich. Pa- I'm like on a paper towel <laughs> or I can make pasta. I think I'm going to eat the sandwich. So, you know,
0: that warms my heart. I'm not going to lie. Now, what is your go to treat?
2: I like fruit a lot. So I always have a ton cut up in my fridge and I'll just grab a bunch because it's nice and cold and sometimes I like to freeze it so it's even colder. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's probably my favorite.
0: Wow. That is an I'm, most people say cake, candy, fruit. That is amazing. Uh,
2: it's so nice. Everything is. Um, I don't know. It just you eat it and it feels like nothing. Yeah. It's but it's it tastes so good too. Okay.
0: The next tweet I want to ask you about. You wrote. Okay really want two guys to duel over me. Might, yes. might have to make this into a vid. Now, do you mean like duel duel or just fight? Yes. Oh, you mean like at 10 paces draw?
2: Yes. Wow. I mean, you know, it'd be like nerf guns or whatever, <laughs> but.
0: <laughs> That's kind of adorable, actually.
2: <laughs> good theatrics right there. Yeah, why not? Okay. Um People like pizzazz in, in their porn. Can I say that on here, or should I say corn?
0: <laughs> you could definitely say porn. <laughs> you can swear if that is your nature, you are fine. Okay,
2: no, I didn't know because, like, you know, sometimes you see in tweets they put the little p- corn picture, which I appre- appreciate because it's really cute. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're doing code. This this feeds into the child's side of me, so
0: awesome. Excellent. Um, I
2: didn't know, didn't know if that goes here, too, because I could just yell out corn
0: every time and like, that'd definitely. be fun you could do it anyway <laughs> that's fine
2: <laughs> um but no yeah people like pizzazz in their porn um i think you know if you're not going to do scripted doing something with a little bit of a theme uh really speaks to people like i did a whipped cream video it's my best seller to this day i i don't know hmm. it's yeah
0: are you okay with bringing food into a clip like that, because yes. I see, I could never do it like to me, especially something like whipped cream, I would just it would be sticky, and it would really take me out of the situation. I don't like it.
2: <laughs> it was definitely everywhere, or I was like, well, that was it was just like two or three blobs, and that was just like my hair is sticky, i don't oh. I don't know, I'm a <laughs> um but yeah, no, I love it, like uh indica flower she had a clip where she's eating a mango i was like this is the sexiest thing i've ever seen i think food should definitely be important. porn okay
0: yes very relatable all right i may have to check out your scene just to see if you <laughs> sway me back to the dark side
2: yeah i mean that's okay i can be a bad influence for sure let's do it
0: all right that's what i like to hear the next week i'd like to ask you about you wrote did I mention uh-huh. I tell jokes? And yes. You uh link that to your only fans, but okay, here we go. What jokes do you got?
2: Oh, but do you mean in that clip? Yes. So in that one um so the guy is pretty girthy so he's like coming up with these girth related nicknames and I said Girth Brooks, that was my nice. my vote. All so right. You know, I think a little bit of banter is also really nice. Um, people seem to like it. It makes them laugh, which
0: I I like. The people,
2: I like the idea of people not laughing at my porn, but being entertained. So, okay,
0: I like it. Are you a fan of live comedy, like going to a club?
2: I think I would probably get in a fight, so i don't I don't know why I think that, but it's um it just seems like a good place for some ruckus to happen, so probably not i I've not been to a live comedy, although there is one guy I would love to see, but I don't ever remember his name oh okay yes
0: hmm. are you that way when you go to concerts, like okay, <laughs> some shit might go down because I'm here.
2: Um, it doesn't happen because of me, but it happens. Maybe I don't know. I like I went to a Nickelback concert, and a fight definitely happened. Okay. Um, so I don't know if that's going to keep happening, but it definitely happened. So I don't know. I half love, and half.
0: Okay, so that that's good. All right, that's that's. <laughs> if someone has to pull you out of the fray, that's not too bad, but. I love the fact that I have seen Nickelback live myself. They put on a hell of a show and I'm tired of they people, do. I'm tired of people bashing them.
2: The slander needs to stop. They're yes. they're fun. They're yeah. they may not be good, but they're fun.
0: Agreed. I can <laughs> I that. I actually think they're good, but
2: <laughs> <laughs> They do have good songs, oh, but they're I can't also say catchy. that. I mean like, you know, the slander. Yes.
0: People don't like them. Exactly. Yeah, we'll make T-shirts. Hashtag Nickelback strong. We'll do it. <laughs> now, the last tweet I would like to ask you about. You wrote, "Apparently, there's photos of Kanye getting a BJ oh. in a gondola slash water taxi on Twitter." If I had to know about it, y'all did too. Is this a good thing or a bad thing? Like, is it? I, I
2: mean, good for him for sure. I mean that. <laughs> is I guess exciting okay. um, if you're into that, but I don't know. I didn't need to see that. I don't know.
0: <laughs> is it a recent video or is it something from a while ago that somebody like took? And
2: No. I, yeah. It apparently happened just a few days ago. And I'm like, I don't know how I got onto this side of Twitter, but I really need to leave and <laughs> forget that picture existed. Cause I mean, uh, Not that he's unattractive, but I just, I mean, it's Kanye. No. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you on all your points, for sure. Now... My last question for you is yes. what does the future hold for you? Are you hoping to start doing mainstream stuff soon? Do you want to stay independent? You said it was okay to stay independent. Are you going to do that a little bit longer, kind of test your creative waters a little bit? Are you going to do any conventions? What do you have going on this year?
2: So, I mean, I think I want to keep doing the ind- like the independent stuff, but I would definitely love to see – myself and some mainstream work. I'm always promoting that I'm like that I would love to get booked by a studio. Um, I'm going to keep trying for an agency if I can. I always like I always think about going but then I remember that I'm not really good in big crowds of people. And I'm like, well, there's gonna be lots of people there. And I don't know if anyone would necessarily recognize me either if I go. So that's another thing I think about. I'm like, well, will actually do me that good? I know you can network, but yeah, would I, my fans know who I am?
0: Yeah, I, I actually think that's a big part of what conventions are for, you know, not for like the big name people that go, you know, it is truly to network, get your name out there, get introduce to the right people and really present yourself in the best light. It it may be worth mm-hmm. it. We'll we'll talk about it after the interview.
2: Okay. All right.
0: <laughs> well, this has been an absolute blast. I really enjoyed talking to you.
2: I did too. You have a very nice voice.
0: Oh, thank you very much. I appreciate that. So, one more time before I let you go, yeah. can you please tell everybody where they could find you on social media?
2: So you can find me on Pornhub and on OnlyFans and on Twitter.
0: Okay. What is your Twitter handle?
2: So do I you want me to spell it out? So yeah. at capital S O R E N, Capital L U K A.
0: Very nice. Listeners, find her, support her, check her stuff out. She is amazing. You heard it here in this interview. She's a lot of fun, but she also makes incredible content. We're going to watch this woman thrive very soon. So once again, an absolute pleasure to speak with you, and hopefully I get to see you at some point in the future.
2: You made my night. Thank you for the combo.
0: Absolutely.